You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Neverland Podcast, episode 77. And now, Walt Disney will step forward to read the dedication of Disneyland. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. military chaplains representing the various creeds are present, but all were agreed that I it would be most I have known Walt fitting. Disney for many years and have long been aware of the spiritual motivation in the heart of this man who has dreamed Disneyland into being. Let us join with him, then, in dedicating these wonder-filled acres to those things dear to his heart and ours, to understanding and goodwill among men, laughter for children, memories for the mature, and aspiration for young people everywhere. And beyond the creeds that would divide us, let us unite in a silent prayer that this and every worthy endeavor may prosper at God's hand. Let us bow in prayer. Welcome to Neverland. Take a start of the right and stay until morning. Neverland. Well, morning or afternoon or evening, whatever it happens to be, welcome back to the Neverland Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy. I am the Spider Pan. And why am I the Spider Pan? Because we can all become lost boys or pixies here in Neverland. To find out all about that, you need to, of course, visit NeverlandPodcast.com. Do you remember to bring your pixie with you? Do you have your pixie in your pocket? You need to have that pixie with you. That way we can fly together to Neverland. Remember that pixie, of course, is your young at heart good attitude. Have that with you so you can, of course, share pixie dust with other people. But let's sprinkle a little pixie dust on ourselves so we can get that happy thought and take flight. Don't forget, as well as at NeverlandPodcast.com, finding all kinds of fun information, don't forget that you can email me anytime, podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. Uh, we have a Twitter feed at NeverlandPCast. Our Facebook page is Neverland Podcast. We have both a group and a like page. Uh, leave us a voicemail, 816-226-6492. And as I mentioned, don't forget to join the Neverlanders. But you might be asking, well, how come there's lost boys and pixies? Where are the lost girls? Girls are too clever. They don't get lost. Don't forget also to donate through Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Half of everything you donate does go to a charity. And my brain went out the window. <laughs> but it is Give Kids the World. Give Kids the World that sends terminally ill children and their families to Walt Disney World. <laughs> You know, as much as I messed that up last week, uh, to have me forget it now this week, if you recall last week, I was kind of sounding like I was talking about terminally ill families, and yeah, I I think the job is taking it out of me, but it's time to fly to Neverland. Um, Now, this is going to be a somewhat short show. You're not going to hear a whole lot out of me. Uh, Today is actually my wedding anniversary here, May 24th. Uh, I've been married 12 years today. Uh, in fact, my birthday comes up on Tuesday, the 26th. I'm going to be 38. I know I don't sound like it, but yeah, I'm going to be 38. But uh, So I have all kinds of things going on, and I actually did have to work today on a Sunday delivering Amazon packages. So uh, I basically I've been working this week to assemble some really special clips for you because the Disneyland 60th anniversary celebration kicked off over this weekend with a 24-hour event. I'm not able to go to Disneyland, but uh, I did get some audio from it because there was a live feed going on. Uh, I thought that was kind of amusing that Disney decided to have a live feed where you could 
stare at um, the park and watch people going around in the park. Yep. But, you know, it was pretty handy for when the new parade started. The uh, Light the Night... Uh, I've got that title wrong, but um, but they had a new parade, a new fireworks show, and I have audio from both that I'm going to share. But uh, I'm also wanting to share with you a little bit of the opening uh, that happened 60 years ago, although the opening was not here in May. It actually happened in July. But over the course of the next like eight weeks, I'm going to be sharing some a clip every week of the opening day from Disneyland. Uh, and so hopefully you're going to enjoy that. But before I do that... I also do have some other clips of uh, some of the planning that went into making Disneyland and things like that. Uh, And I thought that would be kind of fun to share. We'll just kind of celebrate over the course of the summer the whole 60th anniversary of Disneyland. Sound like fun? Well, I thought it did. And uh, so let's go ahead and get started with that. But before we do that, I have, of course, some very important things to to share right now. Disney music fans, the time has come. It's the Neverland Battle of the Disney Bands. Your vote will determine this year's top five Disney songs. Vote now at poll.neverlandpodcast.com. That's P-O-L-L dot neverlandpodcast.com. And listen to the Neverland Podcast to see which Disney band rises above the competition. That's right. It is the Neverland Battle of the Disney Bands. And we need to follow up and see how things have been going this week. Now, don't forget, if you go to poll, P-O-L-L dot NeverlandPodcast.com, or if you go to NeverlandPodcast.com, on the far right, you'll see the word poll there in the black stripe. That is a link that will take you over to this page for any event we have like this where you get to make a decision about some things. But uh, you can vote about every five minutes. So keep coming back and voting. We're down to our final week of voting to determine who our actual bands are going to be. And, of course, we have four categories, which eventually will become our four bands. But in the category of your favorite 90s Renaissance movie songs, right now leading the pack is I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules with 42% of the vote, Friend Like Me from Aladdin with 26% of the vote, Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid with 23% of the vote, and which is tied still with Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, which is tied even with Go the Distance from Hercules. Now, uh, being that that is a three-way tie for uh, the last position, only two of those can advance to become part of the band, so we'll have to see what happens this week. But uh, if one of those songs is your favorite, you know, jump in right now and quick, and you can be the deciding vote for that. We have also a lot of other songs that have not gone in there. In fact, there are absolutely no votes for One Last Hope from Hercules, which is odd. I, I kind of yeah, I like that song, but I, I guess I haven't voted for it myself. But I've been letting a lot of the you listeners go and, and vote, uh, so I've been staying out of it for the most part. I come in every once in a while, like once a week, and throw in my own two cents. But anyways, the second category... These are from live-action Disney movies. We have Leading the Charge, Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins with 46% of the vote. No surprise there. A Whale of a Tale from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is holding on with 41% of the votes at number two. The third place is going This Only Happens in the Movies from Who Discovered Roger Rabbit, the film that was never actually made. And, of course, rounding out the top four, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from Mary Poppins. Two Mary Poppins songs here, and that does not surprise me, but they have 27% of the vote. Now, if you're not familiar with any of these songs, like uh, This Only Happens in the Movies, I do have preview links which will pop you over to a YouTube version of the song, so you can get a little video and also be able to hear these songs. So, yeah, if if you're kind of like, well, I don't know if I know that many Disney songs, don't worry, you come check it out, take a listen. Have fun. Next category. Disney classic animated songs. So these are from the classics. So, you know, for these are down during Walt's time. We have Leading the Charge, When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio at 57% of the vote. Never Smile at a Crocodile from Peter Pan is sitting there with 38%. The second star to the right from Peter Pan is holding out in third place. And the silly song from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is holding out in the fourth position with 35% of the vote. Our final category are Pixar songs, originals only. 
And of course, leading the way, if I didn't have you for Monsters Incorporated, with holding it strong at 43% of the vote, put that thing back where it came from, from Monsters Incorporated, is holding in with 34% of the vote at number two. I'm pretty happy about that. That's pretty cool. Uh, you've got a friend in me from Toy Story is holding on at 29% of the vote in the third position, but it is tied with Strange Things from Toy Story, and also with 29%, and that's holding in you know, the third and fourth spots, you know, respectively together at the same time you know it is a tie after all but that is our current standings what happens this week i will be cutting off the voting and uh probably on the 29th i'll go ahead and cut off the voting so it gives me time to uh, reassemble the page and uh be ready to announce the actual bands and how the band competition will work from that point on uh really lots of fun Uh, i hope you're enjoying it and uh yeah definitely come back and keep voting Crisis for the Geek Kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. Want to know more? And now back to He-Man and a Master of the Universe. Well, it came about when my daughters were very young and I Saturday was always uh, daddy's day with the two daughters so we'd start out and try to go someplace with you know different things and I would take them to the merry-go-round and I took them different places and as I'd sit there while they uh, they rode the merry-go-round did all these things sit on a bench you know eating peanuts I felt that there should be something built some kind of a an amusement enterprise built where that the parents and the children could uh, have fun together. Walt Disney's Disneyland. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. Each week as you enter this timeless land, one of these many worlds will open to you. Frontierland. Tall tales and true from the legendary past. Tomorrowland. Promise of things to come. Adventureland. The wonder world of nature's own realm. Fantasyland, the happiest kingdom of them all. Presenting this week, the Disneyland Story. Here now to tell you about it is Walt Disney. Welcome. I guess you all know this little fella here. It's an old partnership. Mickey and I started out the first time many, many years ago. We've had a lot of our dreams come true. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. That's it, right here. Disneyland, seen from about 2,000 feet in the air and 10 months away. I want to tell you about it because later on in the show you'll find that Disneyland the place and Disneyland the TV show are all part of the same. Now on a site of uh, 240 acres near the city of Anaheim in Southern California, right about in here, we've begun to build Disneyland the place. We hope that it will be unlike anything else on this earth. A fair, a amusement park, an exhibition, a city from the Arabian Nights, metropolis from the future. In fact, a place of hopes and dreams, facts and fancy, all in one. Now, next year, our television show will be coming from this Disneyland. But this year, we want you to see and share with us the experience of building this dream into a reality. 
This is a quarter inch to the foot scale model of Disneyland. When you come in the main gate, past the railroad station, down the steps and across the band concert park, straight ahead lies the heartline of America, an old fashioned Main Street. Hometown USA, just after the turn of the century. America was growing fast. Towns and villages were turning into cities. Soon the gas light will be replaced by electricity. But that was still in the future. At this time, Little Main Street was still the most important spot in the nation, combining the color of frontier days with the oncoming excitement of the new 20th century. Now at the foot of Main Street, about where you're sitting, is the plaza. The plaza, or the hub, is the heart of Disneyland. Shooting out from here, like the four cardinal points of the compass, Disneyland is divided into four cardinal realms. The four different worlds from which our television shows will originate. They are Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, and Frontierland. everyone, this is Hank Weaver. For the past year, this signature has announced the opening of Disneyland the show. Now, it announces the opening of Disneyland the place. The people and eyes around the world are focused on these 160 acres here in Anaheim, California. This afternoon, Disneyland, the world's most fabulous kingdom, will be unveiled before an invitational world premiere, and you are guests. Art Linklater will be your host, and with ABC crews and cameras on the spot, will guide you through this truly magic land. You are now in the press room of Disneyland, which is equipped to service over 1,000 members of the worldwide press, here to cover this truly great event. And to start the proceedings, we take you to the entrance of Disneyland, and your host, Art Linklater. That's not Art Linklater. That's Mickey Mouse the inimitable little character that started this whole story with Walt Disney 25 years ago, perhaps the most popular motion picture star in Hollywood. I'm standing here on the railroad tracks with helicopters roaring overhead and cars parking by the thousands, and I'm in front of the big Disneyland and Santa Fe Railroad station. And down these tracks, in just a couple of seconds, will come Walt Disney himself barreling in on a railroad train built to 5 eighths miniature size. Well, this, this job in the next hour and a half is going to be a delight. I feel like, well, I feel like Santa Claus with a $17 million bundle of gift packages all wrapped in whimsy and sent your way over television with the help of 29 cameras, dozens of crews, and literally miles and miles of cable. Now, of course, this is not so much a show as it is a special event. The rehearsal went about the way you'd expect a rehearsal to go if you were covering three volcanoes all erupting at the same time and you didn't expect any of them. So, from time to time, if I say we take you now by camera to the snapping crocodiles in Adventureland and instead somebody pushes the wrong button and we catch Irene Dunn adjusting her bustle on the Mark Twain, don't be too surprised. It's all in fun and that's what we're here for. The grounds are loaded with about... Uh, 15,000 people who are especially invited guests of Walt Disney's. And they're here from movie land, from motion picture and correspondence, from every possible kind of activity connected with the opening of the eighth wonder of the world. In fact, I think I'll get off these tracks right now and go over and meet some of the people here waiting for the train to come in. And since this is a family affair, I thought you might be interested in seeing the rest of the link letters who are all gathered around me. And to show you exactly what happens now, I let them all take a little vote. Diane, you're six. Where would you like to go of all the places in Disneyland? Pick any one. To the great big castle where Sleeping Beauty is. Oh, you want to go to the castle. Uh, Sharon, you're eight. What would you like to see? I think I'd like to go to see Frontierland when Davy Crockett fights the Indians. Davy Crockett. Uh, Robert, what would you like to see? I want to take the boat trip down the Congo. And uh, Dawn? I think I'll take a cruise to the moon in the rocket ship over at Tomorrowland. And Jack, I want to see Bob Cummings. 
Oh, Bob Cummings. Lois, you take them all to wherever they want to go. Bob Cummings, come on oh, in here. I'm so glad your son said that. Yeah, you know Bob's going to help out here in jumping all over the grounds, describing the various things. And That's where do you go right. first? Well, I go down on Main Street here and go into an old-fashioned car called a Premier, and I'll be seeing you. In a couple of minutes. Fine. Ronnie Reagan, come on in. Yeah, and how about that son of yours? I've been buttering up to him all morning, hoping he'd say that about me. <laughs> Isn't this a riot today? Oh, it certainly is. And, Ron, you, your first job is down here in the town square. Uh, well, uh, right out here in front of the depot, yes, for the main street and the parade and so forth. We have lots to do. Get busy. Okay. So long, Ron. Thanks for coming out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, right about now, Walt Disney aboard the E.P. Ripley, the miniature Santa Fe Disneyland railroad train, should be barreling around the outskirts of this tremendous and fantastic spot. It's a mile and a quarter track, and it's a trip that's out of this world because inside that circle is a brand new eighth wonder of the world. First, there's Adventureland. Yes, a visit by boat to remote and adventurous regions of the world. Then, of course, there's Tomorrowland. The time is 1986 there. The place is a city of the future where a trip to the moon is an everyday thing. Then there's Frontierland. Ah, that's a visit to America's historic past with Davy Crockett himself there, a legendary land made real. Fantasyland, well, this is really the theme symbol of the whole Disneyland and the thing nearest and dearest to Walt Disney's heart. Out this way, there's a heliport. And actually, helicopters land there with passengers from the International Airport. Then on around, you see the tremendous parking lot where 12,000 cars can be parked. 24,000 if, par if they pave over the first 12,000 and then park with others on top of them. Of course, that's a little the hard way. On the perimeter, out where those orange groves are, which surround this place completely, and, and this place was an orange grove itself a year ago, there are five motor hotels going up. And coming in the gate are all kinds of families. Hey, Danny Thomas! Hey, how are you? That's Danny and his gang and representatives of the press. Thousands are coming in. They're going through the magic tunnel on foot because no car can enter here. And like Alice in Wonderland, as you go on through that tunnel past the Disneyland Santa Fe, you find yourself in a bygone time. Another world. The clock has turned back a half a century, and you're in the main square of a small American town, the year 1900. Let's take a look around. There's the city hall quaint and dignified with its post office, the place where the citizens of the town gather to exchange gossip and hear the latest news of the day. Fire station, <laughs> that's a special interest of the volunteer bucket brigade, whose horse-drawn engine and up-to-date hose and chemical wagon are a source of real local pride. Then there's the car barn housing the horse-drawn streetcar, a great boon to speedy transportation, and that little old streetcar will be going up and down Main Street here in Disneyland about every 10 or 15 minutes, day in and day out. It goes by a whole flock of very interesting and quaint little stores. There's the Emporium, where a lady could buy Lyle stockings or a silver button hook, or for a dollar, the new pair of tan high-button shoes. Main Street, USA, and every one of those buildings is five-eighths real size. The doorways, of course, and the windows are full-size, but the buildings themselves are five-eighths. The people you see up and down the street, however, are full-size people. They were not made by Walt Disney. The old-time music shop should be in there somewhere. If you were a court and a gal, that's where you buy your mandolin or your banjo and start tuning it up for the Sunday canoe ride. Oh, you kid, 23 skidoo. <laughs> The town square is where the band holds forth, and those free band concerts were one of the big social highlights of the week, any week. Or the Grand Opera House, where a Jenny Lind or a Chautauqua lecture might take place. And if you were daring, you might go out with your girl for a ride in an 1898 locomobile, the hot rod of its day. Is that one coming up Main Street? Well, yes, and Bob Cummings is aboard. Take it away, Bob. Now, here I am down here on Main Street. I got my whole family with me, my lovely wife, Mary, and my daughter, Melinda, and, and Bob. You know, this is a Main Street, ladies and gentlemen, just like my grandma used to tell me about back in Joplin, Missouri. Sometimes she had a whole penny for herself to spend on a Saturday night. Now, all these stores are different. For instance, now, right over here is a candy palace. 
Now that's probably where Grandma got those licorice whips and the jujubes. And of course, right next door to the left is the Penny Arcade, which is complete with all sorts of shooting galleries and kinetoscopes. A kinetoscope, in case you don't know, is the forerunner of the original silent motion picture. And of course, there's the bake shop. And then there's the jams and jelly stores. Mom, old Grandma certainly loved those, those tarts and those rich lady fingers. Of course, on the corner is the ice cream store. I guess next to Mary and Grandpa, the biggest thrill she ever had was to, uh, was to have a dish of Tutti Frutti ice cream and a sarsaparilla. Of course, over on the corner across the street is an old-fashioned popcorn machine, if you can see it through the crowd. And say, on the Gibson greeting card corner right there, I think, is a monkey and, and an organ grinder. I can't quite see him now. Oh, here he is, there, right in front of the Swift Market House. That's where all of us ham actors will originally wind up. And say, if you can pan your camera down here a little further, here is one of the most famous motion picture theaters in the world. It'll be here at Disneyland. They run exactly six, six silent motion pictures at once at the theater. Your camera's just coming around on it now, I can see. And believe me, if Grandma was here, she'd come and see uh, one of the series of Perils of Pauline tonight. Say, as a matter of fact, this is so interesting, Art. I think I'll take the whole family out right now and take a look at it. What do you say, huh? C-3PO, Loki, Mace Windu, Dr. Bruce Banner, Captain Rex, Venom, Princess Leia, Jean Grey, Darth Maul, Nick Fury, Grand Moff Tarkin, Captain America, Lando Calrissian, Cyclops. What do all these characters have in common? Well, two of them were played by Samuel L. Jackson. A couple of them were played by Hammer Films veterans Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Come on, guys. You know this. Well, of course we do, Jessica. Just like Mickey Mouse and Captain Jack Sparrow, they're all now Disney characters. Hello, I'm Tracy of the Disney Indiana Podcast, and my co-host Scott and I enjoy talking about all aspects of the House of Mouse, and that includes their newest properties, Marvel and LucasArts. We also talk about Disney resorts, the cruise line, theme parks, and whatever else Mickey has to offer. Which includes movies, Imagineering, video games, and collectibles. You'll never know what we'll decide to talk about. So check us out at www.disneyindiana.com or do a search for the Disney Indiana Podcast on iTunes. Because now we've got a lot more to talk about. And don't forget about those other quote-unquote Disney characters like, well, Sully. Fozzie Bear. Buzz Lightyear. Link Hogthrob. Doug. Janice. Merida. Pepe. Bruce. Ralph the Dog. Wally. The Disney Indiana Podcast. Even after five years, we're still miles away from the nearest Main Street, USA. We're not listed on the map, but you can join us at www.disneyindiana.com. And now I present to you Disneyland's Paint the Night Parade.
And of course, after seeing the Paint the Night Parade, the crowd stuck around and waited for the new fireworks show, Disney Forever.
Okay, I really don't have much time or for any feedback or anything like that. Uh, I do have things I need to get to, and uh, but I do want to wish you all a very happy and uh, safe Memorial Day, for whatever you're doing to uh, commemorate all of our fallen heroes. And uh, I'll also like to hear a little bit from you, hear some feedback from you. I want to know what it is you enjoy most of what we do here in Neverland. Is it the audio that I share from like old TV shows? things like that or what i shared all the different audio today uh do you want to hear more news when we do that uh, what is it you enjoy most with whenever you listen to neverland what is it that you keep coming back for uh do you like it when we talk about other things other than disney more often do you want to hear more disney content uh let me know uh but once again of course in order to do that you can send it by email by twitter or you can even leave it on our voicemail but until next week remember to keep that picks in your pocket and by that of course i mean to keep that young at heart good attitude and share some of that pixie dust with others. Bye now and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Blueberry. We love to hear from you on twitter.com slash neverlandpcast and facebook.com slash neverlandpodcast. Leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And send email to podcast at neverlandpodcast.com. Join us next week and we'll once again go to Disney and beyond. The Neverland Podcast is copyright Blue Band Productions and all original content belongs to the same. Other content is copyright of their respective creators and is used under Creative Commons license.